Welcome back, all you fabricating flashbacks to the super, not funny show, Supercast. The Supercast, where we talk about all things superhero in the pop culture space, and that's uh, TV, movies, video games, and we do news and speculation, all that good nerdy stuff. I am Mode Poupe, your resident fabricant and comic extraordinaire on all things pop culture, joined by the anime expert, video game designer, and lover of all things superhero good friend Lottie. Lottie, how you doing this evening? I'm doing good, man. Can't wait to talk about some of this new uh, Marvel and DC news, man. Can't wait. Heck yeah. It's a big old news week. It's like they everything waits till right after we record to just be like, let's drop a million and one things. And uh, that certainly happened last week. So we're going to do a big old news roundup. Uh, in particular, we talk about Sam Jackson choosing violence. <laughs> and we'll explain what that means. Uh, there's a certain parent group that has a problem with the Netflix Marvel shows being on Disney+. Plus. We're going to tell you why they're wrong. We mark the passing of William Hurt, who played Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross in the MCU. Could Marvel be locking Sam Raimi into some long-term deals? And then we got some uh, talking about uh, new release dates them in, uh, for DC and Marvel properties. And we're going to talk about the trailers and teaser footage that was released for both The Boys and Moon Knight. So, like I said, we got a lot of stuff to cover. So, Lottie, we're just going to jump right in here, all right? Um, so, first off, uh, we just at the top, right, this somber news uh, that came over... Uh, you know, the various news uh, source uh, sites last night and on Twitter and social media that William Hurt passed away at the age of 71 uh, after battling prostate cancer, apparently, for something like five years now. And um, we last saw him in in uh, Black Widow reprising his role as Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross, the constant thorn in the side of of Bruce Banner, but also kind of a dick to the Avengers. We remember him in, in Endgame, uh, in Infinity War, uh, being ignored by Rhodey. So, he had a long story career. Again, he was 71 when he uh, passed away. Was an Oscar winner, three-time Oscar nominated. And, uh, he, you know, if you watched any, like, serious movies in the last 40 years, you probably saw him in something, or, or even, like, TV. Um, so... I remember him most for, uh, hap, you know, he was a supporting character uh, with Rufus Sewell in uh, Dark City, which is a kind of a uh, contemporary to The Matrix back in the late 90s. And, of course, we all know him uh, from the MCU. So, Lottie, you heard about this, uh, this unfortunate uh, passing. What's your thoughts on William Hurt? And, um, you know, what do you think this is going to mean for the MCU. And listen, when when I first like saw that he passed away, I remember when you sent it to me, I was just like, God. And I was like, like, dang, I was like, dang, he passed away? Damn, may his soul rest in peace. And I've seen him in quite a bit of movies. And just to see that he was just getting 
you know, started in the MCU, it's it's a little bit of a I don't want to say blow because he lived a he lived a long he lived a good long life and I'm not gonna sit here and say, it was it's not like um you know the the man who played T'Challa um I don't know why Chad, I was blank Chad on that Bo- Chadwick yeah it's not like Chadwick Boseman where we're like oh man you know we never saw this coming but this is the man I cannot tell you he just embodies. Thunderbolt Ross. I mean, he just gives off the look, the the mustache, the look <laughs> just of Thunderbolt Ross. And oh, man, may his soul rest in peace. So he was a great actor. Like I said, I, he's one of those actors I grew up watching. And man, yeah, it's. Oh. I mean, it's it's a blow, but you know, like you said, he he was uh, seventy one. Now you know. He probably had another decade or two in him. He was definitely still acting, uh, even up, like I said, up until Black Widow, you know, as in the MCU. And I, you know, I also remember him. He was in uh, Dune. He he actually played uh, Duke Leto, Atreides, in the in the Dune miniseries for sci-fi. Uh, mm-hmm. and he was quite quite good at it. So just all in all, it's an unfortunate uh, unfortunate passing. I think the MCU, you know, they could easily. Re- recast but i think there's no reason for them necessarily to i think they can find another person to sort of uh fill that role that he he plays it was always nice to see him he was one of those those characters who showed up in various things to sort of keep you know the glue that holds the mcu together uh as as far as everyone sort of interacting so uh but rest in peace to uh william hurt so Sam Jackson, <laughs> he's he is, uh, you know, he is among other things. He's been, you know, a, a very prolific actor, been in many, many things. But of course, we uh, we all know him as Nick Fury in the MCU. And you know what? The man can speak his mind. He speaks his mind because he can. Because <laughs> he's at the I, IDGAF. <laughs> he's at that point in his career. Um, he's a name. And he can show up and, and, you know, anyone would be happy to have him in their, in their film. Uh, but he was asked, you know, uh, in an interview, asked about, you know, what's up with all of these directors shit-talking comic book uh, uh, movies. So he's, uh, when he was on The View, and he said, you know, he said, um, <laughs> it's easy for directors... Well, no, I'm just paraphrasing it because I'm quoting an article. It's easy for directors... Uh, to you know, talk crap only because people aren't going to see their movies. So, uh, <laughs> Sam Jackson choosing violence when it comes to talking about these directors who decided to make some hay by shitting on on superhero movies and MCU and all that stuff. Um, so <laughs> Lottie, <laughs> he went for him. What do you think? Let's just say this was very tamed of Sam Jackson. Usually this man would be like, see, the motherfuckers is just pissed off that nobody wants to watch their damn sorry ass movie. That's just, <laughs> that's what we, I was, that's what Sam Jackson wanted to say, but he was being, he was being very kind. He, if, if the person in the interview would have said what he would say, say what again? Say what again? <laughs> 
But Sam Jackson was being very calm and very nice to end this interview. But he has a point. I mean, I'm just, I talked about this with multiple of my friends is that we as an audience has grown more intelligent. We're not that audience that you're easy. It's easy to captivate us. And this goes for Marvel movies too. Like, it's not like every Marvel, every superhero movie sells gangbusters. We just did a whole episode of why we felt that Eternals was not, didn't do as well as it should have done. It's because you just can't get us to watch your movies because something's exploding and people are dying or because you got a big name actor in it. You have to make us start thinking. You have to make our mind start you have to make us, you have to captivate us, not just with, you know, dazzling things. You actually have to capture our minds. And these directors don't want to do that because a lot of these directors grew up in, they're around your age or a little bit older than oh, you. My, no, most, in, most of these directors are actually like my, my grandparents, you know, they're, they're, well, yeah, they're at yeah. set in their 70s. And the thing, well, the thing about them at, at all those directors we're talking about they're all like masters of the craft that's the thing is i don't i don't want i, I want to put too fine a point on it martin martin scorsese is one of the greatest directors that have, has ever lived yeah. but the fact that he's shitting on superhero movies you know he that still sucks that he's doing that but let's let's not you know let's not let's be real this guy he's one of the, the one of the greats um <clears throat> And they, you know, they have very compelling storytelling. The problem is, it's not that that they're not good at telling stories, or that the movies they make aren't aren't good. It's that they're not widely appealing, and that's what Sam Jack said. I, again, I'm gonna quote again. Um, he says, "If somebody has more butts on seats, it just means your audience is not as broad." And there are people who have had successful careers, but nobody can recite one line of their parts. I'm the guy who says shit that's on a t-shirt. That's what I'm that's what and so it's about you know broad appeal versus you know smaller appeal which isn't to mean that not good movies. I I've, I've watched movies that very few people have seen that I oh, thought yeah. were great. And that's that's not a you know the fact that fewer people saw it is is not necessarily a function of whether they're good versus whether they appeal to a lot of people. And you know I guess he's just been like, yeah, stop being so damn salty, y'all. Stop being so damn salty. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it, it, it's see, the thing about it is a lot of these actors, I mean, the uh, directors, the superhero comic book genre is not just Superman, Batman, Captain America, Spider-Man. There's people in it like Sandman, Moon Knight. Um, you know, like I said, Hit Monkey. There's crazy things in the marvel that i just i i know but i can't think of the top of my head that i mean i i was just talking i'll just remember like um i mean what's her name is uh what's that woman's name uh uh, uh she hulk she hulk yeah she's a super powered being but her daily job is being a, um a lawyer i mean not a lawyer she's a she's an no, attorney she's a, right yeah she's a lawyer 
Hey, she's a lawyer. I mean, she she can body. I mean, you. She's probably body slamming people inside of the inside of the courtroom. But at the same time, she's a lawyer. And there's so many things where it's like, just look what look what DC did with the Joker. There was no there. Well, there was one explosion, but it wasn't like the Joker was like blowing things up, having cars flipping around all the place. They made a blockbuster movie telling the backstory. Right. Of a Joker character. Now, ironically, too, um, Martin Scorsese was was involved in the early stages of that that movie. Exactly. <laughs> he didn't he he didn't stick around, but he was involved in the early stages of that. So, uh, but you know, Sam Jackson just telling it. He's just telling it like it is. And like I said, choosing violence because he can because he's that guy. <laughs> uh huh. All right, so. You know, uh, we talked about how you know, Netflix lost the Marvel, D, uh, the Marvel uh, shows. You know, Punisher, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Daredevil, and Iron Fist, and that Disney Plus announced that, and even, and I think as of uh, tomorrow, you can in fact watch all of those things on Disney Plus, and they were going to roll out some, some, um, you know, parental protection and all that stuff. You know. Just basically to make it so that rated MA stuff can can only be accessed by certain people if you want that to happen at your house, right? So that's the, you know, that's the the general idea of what happened. Well, can you imagine, Lottie, that there's some people that that aren't aren't happy about this? And no, they're not DC fanboys or Snyderverse stands or anything like that. It's it's actually a parent. Uh, a parents TV uh, media group or whatever. Oh, so Jesus. I don't. The parents television and media council, aka the uh, Kevin, Karen and Kevin, uh, caring too much about some shit that they need to not be bothered about. That's, I mean, essentially it's. And these, you know, I, I remember you know people like this back when I was a teenager, you know, saying what shouldn't be sold and. What shouldn't be available to to kids and so forth and so on, and they're really damn annoying. But uh, essentially, what they what they say, I'm not gonna quote all their stuff because, uh, you know, uh, there it's a press release. Who the hell wants to read all that shit? Uh, mm-hmm. The gist of it is that they're like, we're hella disappointed that uh, that Disney has decided to put uh, has decided to tarnish their family friendly. Uh, family-friendly image by putting this film, I mean, uh, the the this MA stuff onto Disney Plus, and they're gonna do irreparable harm and just destroy their brand because you know the Marvel Netflix stuff is on there. Now, I would like to ask them first. What if uh, why they're I mean they're really talking about putting MA and R-rated stuff on there, which. I would note that there's already R-rated stuff on Disney Plus. Exactly, there, it's there already is. I mean, it, it's it's it. They say it's wildly off-brand. Okay, sure, I, I guess. Um, but the it, I think I get where they're coming from. That they're just like, man, I want to be able to park my kid in front of a TV without having to think about whether or not they're seeing things that I don't want them to see. But these are also the same motherfuckers that got upset about you know i don't i don't know if these people in particular but they are the are of the type of people 
who got upset about, you know, uh, Brian Tyree Henry portraying, you know, a gay, a, a happily married gay uh, couple within mm. Eternals or any of any of that sort of stuff, like stuff they just don't want their kids to see. Um, so <laughs> they're making a big stink about this. I, Disney doesn't give a fuck. I, I just want to want to reinforce they don't care because uh, it's not going to affect their subscriber base significantly at all. Uh, but it does, you know, kind of raise a, a point about, you know, what's the, you know, are they tarnishing their brand? Is this a, is this a real problem? And, you know, it, should they, should they actually, you know, bow to this, to this criticism and just like keep, keep it, a, keep the TVMA stuff on, you know, somewhere else. So what do you think, Lottie? Fuck no. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. But but, it, come but on. won't you think of the, the kids? The kids It's easy. It's called make a kids version of Disney Plus. Every I mean, streaming I mean, service I mean, has Plus, it. I'm gonna say Disney Plus is already that. They're basic all they're saying is all right, we're gonna make it just like every other fucking streaming service. Every other streaming in, in, service, in, in which you can just be like, "Here's a kid account, and here's a regular person." Here's exactly, a, you know? and put a password on your account so no one, so you know your kid can't get on it. God, but Lottie, while you think of the children, Disney has always been wholesome and never had anything questionable or that kids shouldn't watch ever. I mean, it right. I mean, they, they they didn't have racist crows that may, that were uh, caricaturing black people, did they? Back in Dumbo, I mean, exactly. that's good wholesome entertainment right there. Or exactly, song, or song of the South, where they're where you know where they're showcasing how great the South was when you know when during Jim Crow and, and you know slavery times. That's there's no that's wholesome, but you know we can't watch we can't have the kids even know that there exists Jessica Jones, you know, or or Luke Cage. They can't let them know that, but they can watch that other stuff. That's, yeah, that's exactly. What, it's that's just, how, that's it's, what we're doing? Yeah, it's it's such a... It's just like, this is why if I was like... Like I said, when you asked, I was like, fuck no. No, let's stop this. You can... It's like saying Google shouldn't connect the... Uh, what's it called? It shouldn't like when Google became a search engine. You shouldn't be allowed to look up porn on Google. I mean, hey, it's Google. Oh. They're gonna be able to look it up. <laughs> it's a, just you know what I mean. That's, that's, I don't know if that's quite the same, but I think. But it's it's yeah. like it's like it's it 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 even goes back to the whole video game thing where back in the nineties and the early two thousands. I know you remember this, where they were like tr literally trying to get rated m games banned because they're like we don't want our kids playing these games to be a fucking parent and oh, make yeah. <laughs> sure they don't play the damn game you asshole yeah don't make I, everybody suffer because you're a terrible parent well i did i also wanted to just i, I did want to finally quote something they said mainly because it shows how fucking dumb these people are it's not dumb they're more attention seeking and trying to grab by, by sounding you know by by being ridiculous so here's their ridiculous thing uh they said it's it seems wildly off-brand for disney plus to add tvma and r-rated programming to this platform ostensibly to increase subscription revenue which by the way that isn't the reason why they did that so they're wrong about that 
So what comes next? Adding live striptease performances in Fantasyland at Disney World. You know what? That's the sort of fucking dumb reasoning. The stupid, stupid thought processes that these sorts of people have. Because they can't argue honestly. They can't They can't present a case honestly. Because they go from, oh, oh, since you put uh, rated R things on there. Which, by the way, rated R can be for many different things. But the, the R rating doesn't necessarily mean, you know, all the same thing or represent it. But whatever. Oh, you put an R-rated thing like Logan on to Disney Plus. Next thing you know, there's going to be strippers at Disney World. That is not even the connection between point A and point B. There, there is no connection there. You need there's like a so many steps between those two things existing, and that's because these people can't argue. They can't present their case honestly in a in a way because if all they said was, "Oh man," if they actually uh, explained it the way it actually is. They would sound like they're Karens and Kens who are wasting our fucking time. Because what's, yep. a- what's actually happening is there's going to be R-rated stuff just like on every other streaming platform. And on every other streaming platform, you have the power to lock people out of shit. It's, exactly. that, it's just that simple. Uh, they, they're advocating essentially for Disney to have to par- you know censor or whatever themselves because the parents can't be fucking bothered. You know? And that's yep. n- no. I'm sorry. No, I actually, I, I am not sorry. Sh- sh- you're, you guys are f- wrong, and you're idiots, and no, that's why no one's gonna fucking listen to you, especially not Disney. They don't, cause they're like, why am I wasting my time on that? Here's, here's your tool. If you want to, it's just like any other movie or whatever. If you don't want your kid to see this movie, don't let them see it. You have a way to co- stop them from doing it. Hey hate people like this and i hate hate uh well i, I don't want to say hate but i really really dislike and and have no respect for parent groups like this because parents your own fucking kid yes. let me parent mine right and get the yeah. hell out of my out of my business and get out of disney's business they can, these are know, the type of people that you, swear if you don't like it just don't get fucking Disney Plus and don't cry about not having access to streaming access to Disney stuff. Go buy every single individual piece of content. How about that? Yeah. You know? Yeah, these are the kind of people that swear. Like, they they swear they know how to raise somebody else's kid, even though their kids are terrible people. Well, I mean, they're bound to be because they look at their fucking parents. So... <laughs> Uh, anyway, screw those guys. And also, Disney, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, bring bring us more. Uh, bring us more of that of that Marvel Netflix stuff. We're we're down with it. <laughs> I didn't yep. mean to get on a soapbox about that, but screw those guys. <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah, screw them. All right, so let's move on to some casting news. Just a couple of quick ones, and uh, uh, so. Uh, Secret Invasion, they actually are in the middle of filming. I've seen some of the, you know, behind the scenes footage and pictures and whatever. Super excited for that. We got Sam Jackson returning. Amelia Clark is going to uh, be in there. Uh, We also have uh, Ben Mendelsohn coming back as Talos and Academy Award winner Olivia Coleman is going to be. I'm not sure who she's supposed to be, but I have an idea about who she's going to be. Uh, but also, we just learned that Martin Freeman is going to be in Secret Invasion. That's because Sam Jackson was, you know, 
Cause he he don't give a fuck. <laughs> Can we establish that he doesn't he doesn't care? You know how Marvel? No, usually Marvel. You know Disney will send send out their hit squad on on anybody accidentally <laughs> leaking anything. But I mean, Sam Jackson like I don't give a fuck. He's just he's just literally just like I'm Sam motherfucking Jackson. I, I mean, I at leaked, this point, I leaked this entire motherfucking show right okay. now. <laughs> Sam Jackson is pretty much almost at the untouchable when it comes to Marvel because if you get rid of him as um as a uh, Nick Fury, I mean, I really feel like some people will have a hard time watching a Marvel movie with him not being Nick Fury anymore, and it's just it's funny. It's like you said, he he pretty much he can get away with it. Yeah. Like you said, motherfucker, I can, motherfucker, I can. You, you gonna tell me I can't leak shit? I'll leak this whole damn movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell everybody the entire plot of this show. Guess what? It's some scrolls in this bitch. Yeah, and we tell them to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and he's not like I'm not in that movie. Oh no, I'm definitely not in it. Like, yes, you are. He's gonna be like. <laughs> It's like where, what country are you from? It's like Wakanda. They speak English in Wakanda. (laughs) (laughs) They actually do speak English in Wakanda, among many other languages. But yeah, um, he let slip that Martin Freeman was going to show up, Uh, so he's going to be Everett Ross again. That makes all the sense in the world, actually, because Secret Invasion. I mean, if you don't, if you guys don't know, uh, it's a storyline about scrolls infiltrating all levels of society and government, including superheroes. And, you know, they've, they kidnap and then take their place. And so a bunch of people are scrolls that, you know, we don't know are scrolls, uh, which by the way, remember I told you that peacemaker basically did that, that they kind of did. But, uh, in this case, it makes all the sense in the world that Martin Freeman, who was, a uh, who was a CIA operative mm-hmm. would need to get involved in, I, I would say is the greatest intelligence breach in the history of mankind. Well, you know, where they've replaced superheroes and all that. I mean, you thought Shield getting taken down from the inside by Hydra was some bullshit. Wait until you see the scrolls literally infiltrating every government in the world. Uh, you know, placing you know super scrolls in, in, you know all over the place. Yeah, not not very good. So I think that makes a lot of sense. I, and I actually want to see him back anyway before um, Black Panther two. I think actually he may not. He may actually be in Wakanda forever before he's in. Yeah, he may actually be in that before we see him in this. Well, anyway, Lottie Martin Freeman's back. What you think? I loved him in the original Black Panther. I just loved that little scene where he's like trying to act like the cocky American. <laughs> He his his energy bouncing off the characters was very well in that little part, of course, with him at the end keeping the ships from leaving to drop off the weapons. It was he did a very good job, and I'm excited to see him in the next movie. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, I just to highlight, it's one of those things that is just like. Of course, the Black Panther is a movie that's predominantly about it's you know black characters, and it's you know it's about a movie about a country in Africa, and he's the cocky American that eventually humbles himself and goes like, oh shoot, uh, this is 
these Wakandans are actually for real, the for real deal. You know what I mean? It's just, uh -huh. it's cool. You know what I mean? I can't wait to see what more this character has in store for us. Yeah. I think the only only other person that, that if they said they were going to be in uh, Secret Invasion, that I would be even more like, hell yeah, would be Agent Jimmy Woo, who we last saw in uh, WandaVision. I mean, he does work for the FBI. Why couldn't they bring him in? I'm just saying, why not? Yep. <laughs> right. we'll Hopefully they'll say that in the future. So that's pretty cool. I'm looking forward to seeing Martin Freeman uh, in that. So... Well, also, the other bit of casting news is that they have cast the uh, character of Carrie Kelly for uh, the CW's Gotham Knights. So we didn't talk about this they, they because we don't really we don't watch the CW really. Um, we really no. don't. So, no. but you know, it's always cool that I mean, hey, it's going they're going strong. They've got you know a bunch of shows going right now. And so they announced that they were going to do the Gotham Knights show, which is if I mean, you and I know both know that Gotham Knights is essentially all of the Batman and adjacent superhero characters. You know, that's not you know not Batman, but Batman adjacent. So, you know, Robin and um, like Spoiler and Batgirl and all you know all of them. Um, so they're they're doing that. And they've ca you know they announced the the main characters, and then they just announced. Uh, who's going to be playing the character of Carrie Ke uh, Kelly? Who Carrie Kelly? If if you know if you've seen the Dark Knight Returns, she's you know this red-haired young white girl who you know, just she she idolizes Batman. And she becomes his Robin, um, and also they they you know they dropped her into the regular you know uh, DC universe because you know Dark Knight Returns is the future. They dropped her into the regular. Um, universe and she's another Robin essentially <clears throat> and so okay. uh, they cast uh, a young lady named Navia Robinson um, uh, let's see if make sure, make sure I'm saying the right thing Navia um, uh, did I say that right Navia Robinson uh, Oscar check. Olivia I'll, I'll, I'm saying other, other people Olivia Rose Keegan Oscar Morgan are the other people that are being um, cast. So Oscar Morgan, he's going to be uh, uh, Bruce Wayne's adopted son. Um, Rose Keegan, Oliver Rose Keegan is going to be Duella, uh, who I think is uh, Harvey Dent's daughter or something like that. And I saw Via Robinson uh, appears is going to, in fact, be Carrie Kelly. So it's like I said, she's Robin. <clears throat> um, so, you know, like I said, we don't really do CW stuff, but you might be like, well, Mo, why are you talking about this at all? <clears throat> because uh, I think <laughs> I think one thing you, you may notice on this show is uh, we like to call people out when they're being stupid. And so. I just want to. I just want to say that this. This is a. I guess this will be a thing we do on the show. But it's neckbeard alert, or like, like I want to call it nerdbeard alert. The nerdbeards uh, got triggered. Nerdbeards are triggered. You know, surprise. Uh, they are triggered because how dare they? How dare those wokesters over at DC and CW cast? 
a not white woman or a white girl to be Carrie Kelly? How dare they race swap? Oh my god, I thought they were about to be mad that it was a woman in general, but No, it's I mean they, they were it's supposed to be, but yeah. How dare they that uh that Carrie Kelly is supposed to be a a pale white freckly red-haired g- girl uh but instead we're going to get a a light-skinned black girl. It's it's wokeness, it's SJWs and wokeness gone run amok. He's I, I mean, can you just hear the? I can all you can hear their buttholes puckering up at the very thought of having to look at a young black woman being in the Robin suit. Can you hear it? Can you hear it? I feel. I feel. Yes. I can hear that. It's like the crinkling of Cheetos bags. Just the way but, it's just puckering up so so hard. You know what? I remember. Um, I remember I had this like. Someone talked about this with me, and they're like talking about like race swapping, and it was like, has it ever happened to a black character? I said yes, and they're like, to who? I said, did you know X twenty three was originally a black girl? He was like, no, no. I said, yeah, yes, she was when she first appeared. Oh yeah, in, in, in anything in, Marvel, in the, yeah, in the animated show, yeah, she was a black girl, and in one little spinoff comic, she was a black girl. Mm-hmm. But they decided from now on to make her an Asian. Nobody got mad about that. But you know what I mean? It's like it's. Ha- I told them it happens a lot. Sometimes they race swap people. I mean, it is and, what it is. That and, doesn't and, matter. And, and here's here's the truth. There's a ton of white people in all in TV and movies. I mean, I mean a lot. Like over yes. over representation, like a motherfucker. Like so. Oh no, you lose one character. However, will you live with having 85% of all the rest of the fucking characters? Oh no, you lost one. You're right. You know, nerd beards, you are 100% right. You're losing everything because of one fucking character. Yes, let's be sick. honest, though. Let's be honest. Batman, the story of Batman is very white. It is like probably the whitest comic book main comic book iteration of them all because i think even superman even back in the day had black characters around him what but batman i'm really trying to really think of a black character in the batman I mean, comic Lu- book besides lucius i mean lucius fox yeah it's, uh, yeah besides and lucius and he's doesn't and, and he doesn't appear that he appears a lot in the you know, when Batman was younger in original stuff, but more and more he doesn't appear as much as as he does. You know what I mean? Lucius Fox is a character that it's like he's more of a side character than part of the main characters. Yeah. Every single person that is involved with Batman is white. I mean, not, I mean now about, they got they got like Batwing. You know, they got the the African guy who's sort of inspired to be be like Batman, and and of course there are some non-white you know villainous characters and. That's, I mean, and to be honest, I'm not sitting up here trying to play like, oh, let's count up each one and see if there's an, ex- I don't, I'm not worried about yeah. that. My thing is they decided to go a, a, this way because, you know, otherwise, why would they have just a, a all white? I'm just going to say this right now. You really, unless you can justify it within the story, they are not going to cast any story, any story on any kind of network or whatever. 
with all white people. It's just not going to happen. It has got to be yes, justified yeah. within the story. It's got to be about Norwegians and only Norwegians, you know, or it's or it's got to be a situation where the story dictates that there's no not white people in it. That's the only yeah. way it works. And it, it, it doesn't matter if it's a, it doesn't matter that the original author wrote it to be to look a certain way. It doesn't matter. No, they are going to, you know, diversify the cast because that's not the world we live in. Right. That's not it's not that's not the era yep. we are in. You know? And plus, it's good for the characters in the story too. Like, like, like I said, a Ma Batman. I mean, it's not like I'm, I'm sitting here saying we should make Robin black or this stuff. But, but even it if, will even add. Even if they did, why? I mean, even if they did, why not? It, it should. It sh it will add more to Batman's character because Batman is the is the definition of white privilege. To have a character that doesn't look like him. And doesn't have the same background, especially if 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 Robin wasn't just, you know, just a circus guy. Like if there was a Robin that was from the hood in Gotham City, it will open Batman's eyes to a whole new way of living. You know, he just thought he was just like a like good example. Batman believes in be like some there's probably certain Batmans that think, oh, certain drug dealers and all these jokes are pieces of shit. But What's the name? It's like, you just beat up my damn dad. Or you right. just beat up this dude who's, you know what I mean? You right. just fuck this one dude up. Yeah, he sells drugs, but he actually does help our community. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I'm I'm sure that's, I mean, these are stories that can be told. And Batwoman's sort of like that, too. You know, the the, old, the first Batwoman and the CW was, was white, and then she left, and then the new one's black, you know? So there's others, other ways to tell the stories, but... <clears throat> That, you know, is it important that Carrie Kelly be white? And I'm, I mean, and I'm serious. Like, is it actually important that she's white? And if you can't say yes, it's integral to her character. If all you're saying, well, that's the way they drew her originally, and that's the way I see her. Yes, but if she was black, does anything about her story change? I'm, I mean, yes, some particular small aspects of it. But I don't think that, as far as I remember from the Dark Knight Returns, she didn't have to be white. She could have been Asian or something like that. Just so happens she was because, surprise, surprise, the cultural, uh, you know, prerogatives or cultural prejudices actually exist. But anyway, we kind of dwelled on this a bit. The point is, uh, neckbeard trigger alert. <laughs> Y'all, yep. you know what? Unclench your buttholes. It's going to be all right. <laughs> Just trust me. Um, speaking of directors, so we know Multiverse of Madness is coming up. And Marvel uh, is rumored to be trying to lock Sam Raimi down for, uh, at least for, I've heard, uh, for, uh, not Multiverse of Madness, uh, Doctor Strange 3. And maybe some other stuff. Uh, trying mm -hmm. to get trying to get involved in more and more. I I wonder the other stuff, huh? Well, you know, mm -hmm. my question. This, this is a rumor, <laughs> so we're not like this isn't like set in stone. But yeah, you have to wonder. You know, could they be looking at Sam Raimi the way that DC is sort of looking at James Gunn right now, or Matt Reeves? Because Matt Reeves and James Gunn kind of have to have the checkbook to do some other stuff that they want to do. You think mm -hmm. maybe that's what the way they're they're turning? And also, does this mean that they are really high on Multiverse of Madness? 
know, this are they looking at multiversal madness? Oh, that's a two billion dollar film. We already know that. We want more of that. Yeah, what do you think? I hope so. I mean, listen, if there is a possibility that I can get a Spider-Man four, just the eensy bit possibility, I'm down for it. And just Sam Raimi has he he's the person who made superhero movies cool again. We all should thank Sam Raimi and give him a bow because he's the one who made, who showed that a movie doesn't have to be cheesy. It, we don't have to have a superhero movie that is not a Batman movie and it has to be cheesy. Because let's just be honest, when we grew up, you know, in the 80s and the 90s, if it wasn't a super Batman movie, they were cheesy. Every single superhero thing was cheesy. Sam Raimi show we could you could create an epic story that you can feel every emotion that the character is feeling from the comic book. You see their struggle. You see them live as a regular person. To see them as struggling to be a hero and to deal with their regular life. He showed that this is a blueprint that could be copied multiple times over. And now Disney has become a media giant because of it, you know, yeah. and they should lock him down because I already know this, this multiversal, the, the trailer has me fucking going crazy for it. <laughs> yeah. And I think I, I, I do wonder if they, if they are looking at him like that, because, you know, having a vision that spills over into the Marvel TV side of things, uh, I think Peacemaker probably has indicated that there needs to be a lot more, um, I don't want to call it direction, but a, a lot more freedom given to uh, filmmakers to sort of work their magic, if you will. Uh, yeah. I, I love Marvel stuff. The, you know, there can, I think, I think at some time you can see the hand of, of, uh, the Marvel brain trust more than you can in other other um, situations. And I think in the, on the TV side, I think they're a lot tight, more tightly controlling what's going on, uh, for better or for worse. And so maybe this is an opportunity to sort of let the reins go just a little bit and allow Sam Raimi to to work his magic. So I and hope it's honestly. I don't know. I don't want to say lock him in, but like, hey, if they want to get him for like two more films and then like you know to help executive produce or produce a, a tv show or two hell yeah and not only that y'all need to be doing that marvel y'all need to be doing that for every one of your 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 people like like john watts is close to that because he he went directly from no way home to going to fantastic four so john watts is already sort of there and i would like to see them you know sort of find a they can't i don't think they can do that with james gunn because dc's giving them way too much freedom but you know keep doing something like that we need more vision is that a good that a good way to say it we need a lot more vision not just kevin feige vision but a way that certain people can execute the the marvel vision and with, yeah. you know, with their own little you know their own little flavor i need to yeah. see a little more of that yeah it's sh and that's good. It will keep things from getting stale. Yeah, I think so. So we'll see. It's a rumor. We'll we'll check it out and see if that's uh, true or not in the coming months.
Oh, we got to talk about release dates. Um, the what the hell DC release date uh, update. Didn't we just see a little thing that said, ooh, look at all this shit coming in 2022, right? Look at these four movies we're going to see in 2022. And then a week later, they're like, about that. Uh, <laughs> about that. <laughs> so, all right. here, let's, let's just get on with the bullshit. Um, uh, what is it? Um, Black Adam moves uh, into October. So it's going to be in July at the, uh, July 29th, I think. Now it moves into um, to October. Uh, League of Super Pets, which I'm really looking forward to, moves to where Black Adam was. Um, <clears throat> but uh, something kind of cool is that we were supposed to get Shazam 2 next year, but they moved it up to December of this year. In fact, it comes out a week before Avatar 2 because apparently DC... Just loves to handicap their fucking movies and, and you know, get in their way. Uh, I don't know why you anyone will want to be coming out around Avatar 2, but okay. Uh, so we get those two. So those are the only two uh, DCEU movies we are getting this year. <clears throat> and then they have moved Aquaman. And I understand this is to do with some problems with CGI or whatever. But they've moved Aquaman uh, to next... Uh, <laughs> to next year um was it uh let's see it is going to 2023 not 2023 yes and so is the flash so that kind of sucks um yeah <laughs> that really kind of sucks right <laughs> it's going uh, aquaman 2 is going to be march 17th and then uh flash is 2023 so the Flash can't just can't seem to get fucking released. Aquaman, I don't even know the what. Does what that movie about. even exist? I mean, you know, it, we've some... seen footage of it. It exists. They just, yeah. Yeah, dang. March of twenty, March, June of, holy. Yeah. So shit. more than a year. It's been delayed. By it's been delayed. You know, well into this movie's that. almost a meme at this point. I mean, it is a meme at this point. We don't believe that it's ever actually going to show up. But I, I believe it's going to show up. I'm just like, come on. it's <sighs> Come on, DC. You put out the Batman, right? You put out Peacemaker. You put out the Batman. You were a on a win streak. And then you got to go shit the man like this. Come on. <sighs> it's like... D, you know, I I feel the pain of DC fans. You know, you yep. really, every time they look like they're going to get a few, you know, you get a couple wins down, and then they're just like, "Now nah, let's fuck everything up." Um, time to drop the ball. <laughs> <laughs> Snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. Jaws of victory. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, wait. Batman, great movie. Everybody's like, wait, where's the next DC movie? Um, where's the next DC movie after um, which one's after, coming after, out again? That's it. What's the next DC movie after the Batman? League of Super Pets. And what? Uh, and mind and you, <laughs> and mind you, I want to watch the DC League of Super Pets. I am looking forward to it. I want to see that movie. But nobody, most other people are not going out of the Batman thinking the next thing I want to see is some 
is Kevin Hart being being Batman's dog. That's not the it's not the thinking coming out of there. They want to see more cool stuff, uh, you know, in the DCEU, and you get none of it. Uh, at least until you don't get any until October. So, way way to let the wind out of the sails there, y'all. Yeah, man, they're probably like I said. They're like everybody's like, "Oh my God, we can't wait!" And then just uh, DC, just get your shit together, get a actual plan, and have this stuff. I mean, James Gunn back is broken. He can't keep carrying y'all, <laughs> motherfuckers, man. <laughs> yep. So uh, I don't know. Um, that sucks. That's why I'm, that's all I'm gonna say. It sucked. The only good thing that came out of that was that they moved up Shazam too. So, hey, I know what I'm doing for Christmas. Yep. <laughs> all right. So those are all the release stuff. So now we finally gotten to the main event. Uh, on this rather long <laughs> episode of the Supercast, we got new Moon Knight footage. New, uh, new footage, uh, courtesy of USA Today, and I'm sure it's other places had it and galati god dang it i mean i'm just saying i am ready for moon Knight. i've i was ready for it yep. last trailer but you know i had to watch this and i'm like god dang it how dare you guys do that that moon Knight's not coming out for another few weeks like you're y'all really y'all really teasing way too much right now um there's a lot of supernatural shit going on here this is a uh it looks like there's a lot of high adventure stuff. Um, it's, I mean, it's fucking Oscar Isaac. He's, I mean, he's doing like some cool looking shit in there. That suit looks awesome. Ethan Hawke looks like a fucking cult leader, but he has actual magical powers. There's some, you know, Khonshu shows up. What the hell else do you need is my question. But the only thing is, is that nobody fucking knows who Moon Knight is unless you're a, a you know, a comic book fan. So I think this is going to be a test for the MCU. Uh, and there's, we're, we're constantly, this is phase four seems to be all about the testing this, this thesis, which is it doesn't matter if you don't know who the hell this character is. Marvel's going to make you like them. And so far they've been sort of wrong about the Eternals, but most everything else, they've been pretty much on point. Yeah. And so, uh, Lottie, you saw this footage. I mean, I'm. Pr- did they need to show this to get to get you to show up? But more importantly, is this going to get more other people to show up that not us that are dialed into this? I'm gonna just say this right now: Marvel fans, Mar- DC. I mean, Disney has people brainwashed of Marvel. I mean, I'm. There's already people talking about Moon Knight. And they don't even really know who he is because we are now, is like you said, conditioned to watch Moon Knight. We're, I mean, not to to watch whatever DC, I mean, uh, Disney puts out because we want to know what is going on now. We, it's not just enough for it just to be cool, uh, just to be like, okay, we'll just wait for the movies. People now want to know what's going on because you know a somewhat rewarded us who watch what if with um what we're seeing i mean of course we know that's not the evil doctor strange but it's 
they're showing that they're making this stuff a part of the st actual story. And it's not just what if, it's the other ones too, to where Moon Knight is going to appear. Hopefully, who knows, he might be, maybe, in Blade. Just fingers crossed. There's, oh my God. <laughs> it, I mean, I think one of my the things that I'm looking forward to about this is that they are, you know, besides Wanda and, and, and Doctor Strange, they're showing more of the mystical supernatural dark side of the of the mcu and that naturally that leads us to among other things the dark night the, the black knight from eternals werewolf by night and blade so uh make a straight line to all you know uh, uh, between all of these you know, or you can connect all dots between all of those hopefully we'll get the midnight suns or something like that uh, so this i thought the footage looked really cool and I'm hell. I'm looking forward to. It. We got like a couple weeks. It's gonna, it's gonna be on. Um, <clears throat> the other bit of footage we got a teaser trailer, a long-awaited teaser trailer, uh, because they kind of uh, was it a week, uh, probably a week ago, and they they teased us with that the boys diabolical, and I was just like, <laughs> ah, I can't wait till season three comes out. And then they're like, oh, you can't wait, huh? Well, how about a teaser trailer? And I'm like. You don't, you know, you had me at teaser. <laughs> I'm ready. I was ready to see it. And God dang it, this thing didn't disappoint. This trailer, man, this trailer's so damn good. It's, I had to watch it in slow motion because so much shit is happening in this thing. Lottie, what do you think about the trailer? Man, first of all, he motherfucker got powers now? I mean... <laughs> And it's, and I think you're right. I think he's getting Homelander's powers, and then we're seeing that A Train, I guess, is having a change of heart a little bit. He's helping out social activist groups. You know, I actually, I look, I saw, I looked at that again. I'm gonna tell you something. I don't think he's. I think that's a commercial. I think that, I think that is footage from a commercial because you saw because you saw he pulled out that little uh, the little energy Car. drink or something like that. I, was, uh, I looked closer at it and I was like, that looks like a staged commercial. It might be, but then you got what's the name? Obviously, he's upset with him, like really upset with him, Homelander. And Homelander, of course, is jealous with this. <laughs> I just love Homelander's just outrageous jealousy and it's a soldier boy and he's just like this motherfucker wants to steal steal oh my, my spotlight let's talk <laughs> let's, let's talk about soldier boy you talk about like chris evans should be calling his lawyer and be like i feel like i need to sue about this because these motherfuckers are doing me <laughs> yeah he looks just I, like him. It, it, they're, they're like they may i mean like down to that little shield like he remember he smacked the shit out of that dude and flew and launched him in the air and i'm like yeah i'm like chris evans you better shit marvel y'all need to call them and be like hey you y'all you know we know what you're doing that's i mean you may as well put an a on his chest for real yeah he was that soldier boy looks like like he looks raw he looks like yeah he looks like the uh the Captain America that we saw in Ultimate in the Ultimate Marvel universe, <clears throat> and in the Ultimate Marvel universe, he's like this. I mean, he's a product product of his time. He's like super brutal, uh, conservative, and and like just kind of an asshole. <laughs> and that's what he looks he looks like. Um, 
man, that's that soldier boy shit is just crazy looking. Um, what? A, and there's a there's a bunch of like highlighting the commercial commercialism of Vought because you saw that little boy band, or you think that's like soups that are boy, that's a boy group, uh, like a BTS for superheroes or something like that. It's just like nutty stuff like that. Not to mention all the fucking blood and guts that are in this thing. Yep. Like I again, I went back and I slowed it down to twenty five percent because I just wanted to see what the hell was going. A lot of things were flashing by. I think that remember the uh, the representative that was blowing up heads. Uh, yeah. We don't. They don't know she's a soup. I think she's she killed at least one person with in in the trailer. But we also had, and I think I, t- I told you that when I, I texted you about this, that looks like there's some kind of Ant-Man you know, sort of person that explodes out of another person. Uh, so they're, they're, they're going there. They're really going there with this, this, uh, with this show. There's blood and blood and guts and, you know, it's the, everyone's in sort of in danger. But remember at the end of the last season, Hugh and the, and the group, they are no longer underground. You know, they're, they're sort of pardoned, if you will. And they, they, yeah. they kind of have Homelander at bay, but do they really though? You know, I mean, remember the little Fox news commercial that they had, Cox uh, news thing that they had Amazon did mm-hmm. with Huey asking questions. And the guy's like, how dare you talk so bad about the great company, but he's like, I'm not talking bad about the, yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah, this is, I think this is promising. Uh, what, what are we? Who the fuck are we kidding? We know this shit is about to be like, like super. And I, I can't even say lit. Lit is just like, it's not. It's not hard enough. It's gonna. It's gonna be like, just hardcore and, and badass. And um, I'm. And this is really super, good yeah. for. This is good for us though, honestly, because Amazon Prime is putting pressure on Disney, which will, is good for us. More pressure, more competition equals better movies, better TV shows. Because let's just be honest, Marvel, what's the call, got some shit too. Uh, Amazon got some superhero shit too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's you know everyone says that Marvel, uh, Disney's rivals HBO because their thing with uh, DC. But I'm gonna be honest, their rivals also Amazon too. Amazon Prime with Invincible and um uh uh, uh the boys, and I'm pretty sure oh, they, the, they after, have a, by, by the way, they have a boy that boy spinoff. Not not diabolical, yeah. they have another spin they have a spinoff coming too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then also I'm pretty sure after the se- after if season two, which I one hundred percent sure it is. If season two of um, uh, Invincible does well, I'm very sure that they will do a spinoff or some other stuff of Invincible as well to make us go like, damn, this story is just crazy. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I I just I thought it was a great trailer. I, I'm excited for the new season. God dang it. Why is it coming in June? Like, how dare you get show me this trailer? For something I can't have for like another three and a half months. How dare mm-hmm. you, Amazon? Lucky I like yep. it. <laughs> so yep. that was it was great. I, I think we really enjoyed it. So 
Um, anyway, that's all of our news. That's a, like I said, huge news day. And so we had a, a ton to talk about. Um, surprisingly, we may have actually missed something that you think we could have uh, covered. If we did so, you know what to do. Get down to the comment section and uh, let us know about that. Or let us know your thoughts about these, all, you know, all of these news items and what you thought about our comments. Of course, you can always hit us up, supernotfunnyshow at gmail.com or at supernotfunnys1 on Twitter so we can chop it up, talk about all these things. While you are in the clicking mood, why don't you get down there, hit that subscribe button, join the Super Not Funny Show family. Uh, we'd appreciate that. And of course, you can always hit the notification bell. It will let you know when we drop new content. We do reviews and of course, uh, we, uh, we do various uh, podcasts. So, you know, check all that stuff out. And of course, I can't do this show alone. My good friend Lottie, he uh, always helps me out with his insight uh, and knowledge. So, Lottie, where can they find you on social media? Oh, yeah, you can always find me on my Instagram, which has actually been blowing up for the last couple of uh, last week, week and a half. Put out two videos that went viral for some reason. I don't know why. I guess uh, Instagram like thinks my stuff. <laughs> so you know keep 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 uh keep your eyes tuned for that there's more content coming soon i promise also uh you can also find me on my youtube channel playing elden ring surprisingly not raging as much as i thought i would on elden ring i'm not i'm i'm very calm playing it but who knows maybe one day i might blow up so pretty sure to catch the streams so you can laugh at me while i die just mercilessly to these enemies yeah you guys go check all of that out like subscribe show lottie some love all right all you fabric in the flesh bags thanks for joining us on this extra long version of the supercast episode 42 come back next week got plenty more to talk about uh lots more because uh, tr this train keeps on rolling so all right we'll see you then until then, I've been Mode Poupe, your resident fabricant and comic extraordinaire on all things pop culture, joined by the anime expert, video game designer, and lover of all things superhero, my good friend Lottie. We'll see you guys on the other side of the thread. Peace. Peace.